0: Well, hello and welcome once again to the Pearls of Wisdom um, podcast and once again this is in the series of the International Women's Day where I'm speaking to strong empowered um, inspirational ladies that have a fantastic story to tell and today is no exception we have a wonderful wonderful lady all the way from Canada, I believe. I have got that right. And you will have seen her on the panel event we did on Sunday night. Today, I'm speaking to the wonderful Tina BQ Tran. Welcome, Tina.
1: Hello, Pearl. Hello, anyone who listened. Thank you so much, Pearl, for having me here with you today. Oh, I've so been looking forward to this.
0: I love your posts. They are so informative and generate so much interest on LinkedIn and what I'm going to do before I start on any questions I'm going to turn to your LinkedIn profile because this whole project started on social networks where I reached out to people so I am going to read what I can from your profile because you're such a clever lady you've got it up here in three different languages so I'm going to have to do the English version so Tina B. Q. Tran It says your better emotional health awaits. So that's a lovely call to action. And if you see across the the banner at the top, um, it's all about emotional wellness. And it says, let's free you from your emotional baggage. So there's so many different ways that Tina can help you. So I'd say definitely, whilst you're listening to this podcast, Look up Tina on LinkedIn, look for her on Facebook and make sure you follow her because you will learn from this lady in so many wonderful ways. So welcome, Tina, now that I've got that introduction.
1: Thank you so much. That's You know what? I put the words out there and yet when they came out of your mouth just now, they sound so glorious. <laughs> I have never thought they could sound that good. <laughs> oh thank Thank
0: you you. well thank you it's a pleasure because it's so lovely to see all the work that you do and I know that you'll be sharing that through this interview now what I'm going to do is follow the same format that I'm asking every one of the ladies on these interviews because it's International Women's Day and I know this is now after the 8th of March but International Women's Day although yes the 8th of March is the day it's the whole month it's the whole year the message that is generated around the hashtag the theme choose to challenge and everything that international women's day the movement stands for is a year long project so we will keep going and this is why we're still saying and we're feeding it back to international women's day so with that in mind tina could you share your career path to date? So no matter what age the ladies, the young women are that are listening to this, they will find that there will be those pearls of wisdom, those golden nuggets that on your journey, that others will actually think, yes, I I want to listen to what Tina said. I I want to emulate that. So with that in mind, could you share your career path, please?
1: It would be my pleasure. Uh, First off, What I now do and thoroughly enjoy, I have only started this in the past four years. Before that, I actually worked in the corporate world. I used to handle to manage a lot of money, and I did that for 20 years. And after 20 years of managing other people's money and climbing the corporate ladder, At some point, it just became too difficult to balance the demand of work from the corporate world because, you know, it's very restrictive. It's like nine to five, eight to four type of work. Um, That's like the actual physical hours we are required to do. And there's always more behind that, right? (laughs) It's never just that. (laughs) And then after 20 years and being married um, and having young children at that point. I just couldn't manage the two in a healthy way anymore. So I chose to leave the corporate world. Of course, another person, another woman may have um, make a more rational decision with um, choosing something that is lesser but still in the corporate world so that they don't have to lose all of that history. But I didn't, I chose to just leave it all together at a point where I was making really good money, having all the benefits and perks and decided to embark on another career. And I was in my mid 40 by then. So by, by this time, I'm in my fifties now. (laughs) And, and, uh, looking, some I have come across women who are afraid, not just women, seen men too, who when they're in their 50s are afraid of changing career or of transitioning or of like being terrified because they no longer have a job. But having gone through what I have gone through, I would say, you know what, it doesn't matter what age we are at, when things happen, embrace it. And charge ourselves forward, and most of all, most of all, trust that things will work out. Because literally, that's what I did. The night that I decided to change to to leave my corporate career, I come across a quote that says, "Sometimes we just have to breathe and trust that things will work out." And I'm like, that's it. That's the sign. I'm leaving my corporate world. And that was it. The next day I went in and it was a Friday morning and I handed my resignation. Done. And then the the story that I start with this energy psychology career was that after I left my corporate world and I was looking for a new career, I knew I would work again like oh no no I knew I would work again I also knew that I no longer wanted to be employed by another person ever again Ever. <laughs> well I have been told to not say that because they say there's way too much things happening uh, around us to say never ever is like not a thing to say right but deep down I know that deep down something tells me that I have got to a point where I want to be my own boss. I want to control my schedule. I want to be able to decide what I want to do and when I want to do it. And so when I was um, at the point of searching for a new career, I remember an event that happened when I was 16. And so when I remember that event, I was 46. It took me 30 years to remember something that crossed my mind and I didn't understand. And yet, when I remembered, it was so vivid, it, as if it just happened days before. And I remember exactly where, when, and what I was wearing and who I was talking to. And what it was was that at 16, I was living in Senegal at that time. So that's West Africa. And one of my teachers, and so in uh, in Senegal, um, it's French that we speak. And that explained the reason why. Um, my Lincoln profile is trilingual (laughs) and because the French came from there and one of my teachers asked me what I wanted to do when I grow up and my answers, I blurted out not knowing what it even meant was that I say, I wanted to become a doctor who heals people without using needles or medication. I said it, but I really Didn't know what it meant because back then, more than 30 years ago, as far as I knew back then, doctors are those who prescribe medication or who give needles. So there was no such doctor and and I moved on and I studied university, got a degree and went out and worked in the finance industry, which I was really good at too. Like that's the thing. I loved it too. And that was one piece I took with me. But and then over 30 years later, when I remember, I finally understood it was meant for me to be a healer, a holistic healer. Right? And so despite the fact that it took me that long to understand the message, here I am, an energy psychology practitioner, helping people to heal in a holistic, natural way with a medication or needles. Oh, oh this.
0: It's absolutely wonderful. And there's so many things. I don't know if you've heard my favourite word, begins with S, synchronicities. I use that throughout all, every interview I do, every podcast when I was on the radio station, all I said was synchronicities, synchronicities. And what you've said already, so many synchronicities. I can relate to the corporate thing. I think I've said in a few things, yes i've always worked for myself that i've gone in as my company to consult with the large blue chips and with like the uk government things but yet you you work such long hours and um, because i was going in as a consultant i felt obliged to work even longer hours because they were paying very good money and i thought i had I, in my head i had to get i had to give them the best possible Um, work for that money so they could say yes I was value for money but yeah like you say it might be nine to five eight to four normally I get there at seven o'clock and I leave there at eight in the morning in the evening and you don't get much sleep and all you're doing is thinking that and then your body says no like you where you literally get to choose I started with a cough that wouldn't go and it got that I it was an infect a chest infection. I ended up on tablets and everything, and it went to pneumonia. And at the time, I thought, oh, yes, just me. And then, of course, now I'm on that spiritual path, and I start to see things. That was the universe saying to me, it started with the cold, slow down, it went to the cough, slow down for. More, we've told you and then it got to the stage that it was the chest infection the universe literally put that wall in front of me and said no we've told you you haven't listened we will make you stop we will put you on your backside and you will not move and it's literally from that to understand so when you're saying that and you literally choose mm-hmm. and then yeah. It's learning what can I do with those skills. But so many women have fantastic transferable skills. So everything you've done in corporate, there are bits of that that you can take with you. And I bet you've brought it
1: into what you currently do. Yes, like I, the, the organisational skills, for example, that's definitely a benefit. And the, the determination, the focus, the, the, the desire to be productive. That's own uh, beneficial to be a self-employed entrepreneur, yeah. and to add to what you mentioned about synchronicity, City, there's uh, another bit to my story, if I may. Yeah, by yes. all means, I ju- I just added that bit because I thought I had to jump in. And- no, no, um, no, because they go they tied in together. So, eight years ago, before I I uh, left my corporate world eight years ago. I come. I came across a fortune teller. Like at that time, I was really good in in my corporate uh, job, and and everything was hunky-dunky, like you know, rosy pinky. <laughs> and so, there was no reason, absolutely no reason, for me to think about changing career. And yet, I came across a fortune teller. Now, at that point in time, I don't believe in fortune teller. And yet, for some reason, I come across that person. And because of the situation, I just happened to ask him something. And I I actually asked him about my father who passed away more than uh, 40 years ago now. But because he passed away under such traumatic circumstances, what it was is that he was a, a Vietnam War veteran and he suffered from PTSD. But at that time, as a child, I didn't know, like I was about 10. And what we didn't know of his, what he was suffering from that caused him to be the way he was and for things to happen in, in, in a really horrible way, he died by suicide. And the circumstances surrounding it is, is just horrible. And as a child, I get to see him covered in blood because he shot he shot himself in the temple. So that was something that got engraved in my mind. And there was always the question of has he truly moved on? Okay, because Born, I was born in Vietnam and, and the country is that we, there's a belief that we don't really die. Like our spirit moves, our body dies, but not our spirit, that kind of thing. And so I asked the fortune teller if my father has moved on. And that's all I wanted to know. Yeah. And he said, and the, the fortune teller said, yes, he moved on and know that he loves you. And I was really surprised to hear that because also in the Vietnamese culture, it's more than sufficient to have one girl. They always want to have more boys than girls. And I am the second girl in my family. So I was the the extra, the redundant, the, the unneeded, unwanted child. And so I never thought that my father would love me. Like I have three younger brothers, who uh, during the time that my father was alive, showed them great hands-on. And my sister was a great person. My older sister was a great person, so she gets that attention as the first child. And me, I was the forgotten child. So I never thought that my father would leave, me, would would love me. And so hearing the fortune teller saying that, I was like, huh, really? But anyhow, he went on and tell me more, which I didn't ask. He, he looked at me and he said, you are meant to be entrepreneur. You are meant to be self-employed. You are going to meet your mentor soon. He's a very tall man and he's a foreigner. I look at the, the, the guy and I'm going, huh? What? <laughs> didn't believe him at all. Didn't pay attention to what he said. and yet just like that, things start changing at my work and in my family. My children became more demanding and my work became more demanding. And just like that, things just fell apart and it came to the point where I couldn't balance anymore. And so when I chose to study in energy psychology and flew to, I mean, Canada and flew to the States to attend the workshop that would provide me my, my certification. The person who ran the workshop is Dr. Dawson Church. I have seen him on picture, but I only saw the picture from the chest pubs so I have not a clue how tall or how short <laughs> sure he is. As it turned out, he's really tall. And like he's more than a foot taller than me. We took a picture together and I look up and I'm like, oh my God. And he's, guess the other thing, he's from the UK. So he's definitely a tall man, and he's definitely a foreigner. (laughs) So what the fortune teller told me, it turned out exactly like that. And so I just want to to bring that back to your synchronicity. It's like, you know what? The universe happens line up first. Even when we don't believe in it, it will make make things happen.
0: This is wonderful. And the fact that you shared what you have about your father is so so special and knowing that he's come through and that he said how much he loves you I've got I've got goosebumps and everything just thinking that because it's such a lovely message to know I mean I my mother passed away five six years ago now and Mm. it was very sudden wasn't expected and The fact that I've had some people that have spoken to me and said, yes, she's there, she's watching over you. And it's amazing how much that helps when you know that, because it's yes, we still grieve, yes, we still miss them like mad. But Mm -hmm. knowing that they are where with us, even if we Mm -hmm. can't see them, we can feel them. And sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes I smell my mum's perfume. And it's Mm -hmm. I think, yes, she's there, and that makes such a difference. where you say about that where one thing happens and you say what can you juggle I'd say hats off to you because for my when I brought my children up I had 10 years out of work completely that I I brought the children up that was what was decided with my husband with my ex-husband mm. but then I suddenly realized I went I, re, I did a degree as a mature student I set up my first company so yes although we're saying we're stopping we both, synchronicities again, went out mm-hmm. and said, no, we're going to be self-employed. We're going to go out and work for ourselves because mm-hmm. that's what entrepreneurs do. So it's exactly. lovely that you have shared all that. And I know, like we said, with International Women's Day, the amount of people that will resonate with what you've said there and actually shown, hopefully the pair of us have shown people that you can take that, that leap of faith and make mm-hmm. that jump to Mm. me so it is it's just wonderful so so thank you for that and I probably stopped you mid conversation again so
1: please continue Tina sorry I just jumped in (laughs) like it's true that we, we we need to learn to trust that things will work out in our favor yes there will be hurdles yes there will be obstacles but that's part of the journey of becoming an entrepreneur and and I found that coming from the corporate world where things had to happen, you know, in snap of a hand, because that's the demand sometimes from clients, right? But in the end though, it's also succumb with negotiation. If we are able to turn around and say, you know what, yes, we can deliver, but things, and we don't have a magic wand. <laughs> and that, we need to work on it and then things will happen and that same concept needs to apply to all of us to be learned we have to relearn to be patient to work on things and allow things to evolve so that we can be proud of the fruit of our labor instead of wanting things to happen instantly and then you know what and then we don't appreciate the efforts that we put in and the value that we create and to be honest this, I'm saying this because I'm I continue to learn about this. There's so many level, right? Saying it is one thing, but experiencing it, feeling it for ourselves, going through the experience of ourselves is sometimes completely different, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is most definitely, and it is where you say about that growth. Where I think whenever we make that step, we're going to be self-employed. We want to be entrepreneurial to do all that. We don't start it knowing everything. And it's almost like we said about those synchronicities, the universe. They will put those things in the way because there's certain hurdles we have to cross that we have to learn. We have to grow until we're at the right vibration that we call in those people that will be our ideal clients, they will be our ideal customers. And the higher your vibration goes, the more you connect with the right people. We we spoke before we came on air, quite literally about how this whole idea of me doing this International Women's Day project. And I truly trust that the universe will bring everyone. I mean, the fact that I've connected with you, that I've connected with all the wonderful ladies, there is something in ev- that's running through every single story, and at the minute, it seems to be that energy, that spiritual side that we've all looked at the the idea of the universe that we bring that vibration in, and that vibration has brought for you and I to connect. And I think is mm. and for for young girls, I think if they can connect with that at a young age, it's that feeling intuition that you don't really know where maybe something scares you and you get a feeling in the pit of your tummy and you don't want to do it but likewise when you're excited and I find that my head my crown chakra all starts and I feel it up and down my back like tingles when I know that then I know I'm on the right track I mean do you have signs like that that you tend to
1: realize that are saying yes that's the right way yes yes I I I I do. And the other thing with young young, um, girls, because I have two daughters, I have learned to tell them, you know what? I was born in Vietnam. I was born in a different country under different circumstances and so on. But I remind my daughters that they are born in Canada. They are born into abundance. They are born into opportunities. And they have everything they need to do whatever they set their mind onto and that they have the power i remind them that constantly that once they set their mind it's okay to be afraid it's okay that there's obstacles but know that they can do it that it's okay to make mistakes because one of I don't know about you but one of the things that I grew up with is that I was taught not to make mistakes mistakes was like a terrible thing but it's not true at all in the end mistakes allows us to grow and mistakes are not equivalent to a crime like I don't know again I don't know about you but when I grow up Mistake was so often associated with like committing a crime that we don't dare to make mistakes. So we had to stick to getting things right only. And if we don't get things right, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> like no, that's not the way. Yeah. Just trust that this is what I know, this is what I plan out, and that this this is um poss- it is possible to ask for help and then go and do it and then give ourselves space to adjust to pivot to change to evolve instead of being afraid of making mistake i really believe that we need to change our culture of not making mistake instead say it's okay it's okay make mistake learn from it and adjust and keep doing it instead of never doing it because of the fear of mistakes
0: no oh couldn't agree more with that. And I think as well, mistakes are learning curves. And it's something I share. I've only shared it once before live. And it, you have to be quite brave to do this. I made a big mistake with one of my clients, a big, big mistake that could have cost me my brand, could have cost me their brand, because I'd outsourced some of the work because I wasn't a specialist in one of the areas I was doing. And the person I outsourced it to made a really bad job and everything went wrong. And instead of just saying, oh, I'm sorry, that was it, I went out of my way to put it right. And for a whole week... All these things were going wrong. And I was asking people that I worked with before, would they help me? Would they help me? And in the end, it all came through. I had people where I've worked in government and I've worked with some really large companies. And I went to all my line managers that were senior directors. And I said, please, I've made a big mistake. Do you, can you help me? And every single one of them got their specialists in that area, took them off the work they were supposed to be doing to help me to put it right. And then I shared it on LinkedIn. I said, I want to do a massive shout out and thank these people for helping me. And someone came on and said, social media is supposed to be when you big yourself up and say how good you are. And you have openly said on a social network that you made a mistake. And I said, yes, because I'm going to own it. Because if I tell the story, I tell the truth. If that Mm -hmm. story came from someone else, that mm-hmm. they'd all Pearl made a right mess and everything. They they wouldn't hear the bit where yes, it's because I'd outsourced it to someone else. And rather than ignoring it, I put it right. And then to hear from senior directors in corporate saying, "Pearl, you we loved working with you. Even though you're not with us now, we will help you in any way you can." That is a bigger testimony for the work I do than mm-hmm. actually saying that's why I say you own your mistakes Mm -hmm. I wouldn't dream of blaming it on other people but Mm -hmm. sometimes like you say corporate it is you don't you don't admit to mistakes but Mm -hmm. that's how you learn if you can Mm -hmm. do it right imagine what I learned from that it taught me there's no way I'm going to outsource to someone unless I know their credentials are right and everything Mm -hmm. because it's my brand and my reputation Mm
1: -hmm. that's on the line Mm -hmm. there. And and on top of that, owning a mistake, I wouldn't say add to own our story. Like it doesn't matter how it goes. Yes, stories have similarities between them, but when we own our own story, that's when we empower ourselves to move forward as well, right? Because we we take back that power that. We gave away by not owning our own story, yeah. and and I'm again I'm saying this because I learned that too in this journey to become as I become an entrepreneur. It took me a while to recognize that I am good at what I do when I help people heal from the emotional. Um, that they carry around and that they don't even know they do. Yeah. And, and it took me a while as well to see myself from the way people see me. Like I see me because I am fairly new at um, being self-employed. I see myself as a person who lack resources, who lack knowledge, who lack experiences, but The people who work with me, who have attended my group sessions, they say, I run the the, the group session really well and that I present myself in a positive and professional way and that I have this ease about me that can make people feel that they can trust. And I'm like, you know what? I have got to see myself that way. And it took a while before I'm like, oh, that's part of the, the owning my story <laughs> that I have this ability, this this natural ability to make people feel that I have their back. And, and it is so important to as as part of the growth that we experience every day.
0: Definitely, I couldn't agree more. I mean, this is such a wonderful story and it's so inspirational at everything you've done. And I'd say you are fantastic at what you do. You really are. Mm-hmm. And when you see the messages that literally just from where I've seen you sharing posts over this last week or so, and the the quality of what you share and the confidence that all the people connected to you and they follow and they they really fully understand everything you're saying and also look at that fantastic corporate career like we said you can bring those transfer trans, transferable skills so you've got all this and you've had all that experience that wealth of life experience corporate experience business experience that you now bring to bear as an entrepreneur. And mm-hmm. then you put your fantastic personality, you layer that onto it, and your love of what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all you can do is succeed because you've got all those wonderful layers that we mm-hmm. talk about those that vibration and the universe has brought there for you, so mm-hmm. that you can
1: but succeed. You can't do anything else because you've got everything there. You know what? Talking about success, I would I would like you to, to bring up something. We tend, I learned going through this journey, we tend to associate success with everything financial. But I now realize that I would rather, yes, money helps. I'm not saying money doesn't help. Money helps a great deal. However, research after research have shown that there is something money cannot buy. And that's happiness. Because if it can buy us um, a break, Mm -hmm. it certainly cannot buy happiness. Because that happiness, it has got to come from within. And for it to come from within, inner work has got to be done. And once upon a time, I didn't believe any of that. (laughs) And then I I come to learn that I am in full control. Yeah. of my happiness, which is a success, right? It has nothing to do with my financial success. Yeah. That's a different story. Yeah. Right? And yet we so often tie the two together. We tie personal success with financial success. And we often determine somebody's value or worthiness based on financial success. I look at myself, compare me now today to just five years ago. I was like, I am so successful. Five years ago, I was abundant of stress, of tension, of anxiety, of worries. And now I'm like, I'm chill. (laughs) 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 And it it didn't take overnight. It takes regular practice of meditation, of mindfulness, of of emotional freedom techniques, EFT tapping, in order to get to this point. Like once upon a time, if somebody tell me something that inconvenienced me, my first reaction would be like, what? (laughs) You know, (laughs) know, this emotional response, right? And, And now it's like, okay, let me see what I can do, like very calmly to shift things around in order to make the schedule work and there would be no emotional overreaction there would be no blaming there would be no shaming <laughs> none of that and, and so and so it took a while but I would realized oh wow I have successfully grown as a 50 year old woman <laughs> I mean, that that I can't believe
0: because that really shocked me when you were saying your age, I'd I put you much, much younger. You look fantastic. Oh, thank
1: you. you. Really <laughs> um,
0: where you were saying about the story and that whole stress thing, my story used to be, oh, I thrive on stress. I do my best work on stress. But yes, if I have lots to do, but yes, they always say, give a busy person something to do and they can do more. But then you put more and more pressure on yourself. And like I say, now I change my whole story. I did have to learn because I would also, when I first started this journey of doing the spiritual side, I'd give myself a list, my gratitude journal. I'd have to write that. I'd have to do my meditation. I'd have to put my exercise in. Then I'd have to do that. So I'd have this list of things that I had mm-hmm. to do before I started. So again, I was putting more stress on myself. And suddenly it's thinking... It doesn't matter as long as you do enough. That's going to work. And where you said about the financial side, I'm learning now abundance. When you first start to work with law of attraction, it used to be so many people say, "Oh yes, they're going to win the lottery because that's what law of attraction means." And they say, "Right, the night before the they've paid their lottery, oh I'm going to win it in the morning," and nothing happens because you have to do the work. You have to raise the vibration, and abundance is sharing a conversation with you Tina sharing with the group that we've brought mm-hmm. together enjoying a drink in the morning and knowing that you can just sit there and sit in silence mm-hmm. that's abundance it's mm-hmm. the love of your family and friends that connection that's true abundance mm-hmm. and i like I say you don't need the finance side for that the finance comes afterwards literally because you're at the right vi- the right vibration the finance abundance just comes as a matter of course because money is purely energy but it's getting that abundance and that mindset that you are in the right vibration in the first place
1: Mm -hmm. that's the thing like too often we associate abundance with financial abundance once again right but as It's not true, just like the way you say. Abundance means we are loved, we are support, we are generous, we are supportive. We have a community behind us and we have a roof over our head. We have plenty of food in our our fridge on on the shelf of our pantry. That's abundance. And, And money to be honest, all of us. Uh, most of us anyway unless we have really big projects that can benefit the world most of us have more than enough yeah. for our life yeah. like if like I am here with you that's because financially I have enough because if I didn't I wouldn't be here yeah exactly. and I, mm-hmm.
0: it, that is a fantastic message to share and I'd say to anyone listening that is That's one of the big takeaways from this, from this interview, that people learn that and understand it. And the earlier someone learns that in their journey, the quicker they become abundant in all areas. And see, and there is like the I am affirmations. How often do you say, I am enough, I have enough. And the Mm -hmm. more you say it, I've got to say, this is me, sad. I put it in my calendar. And maybe two, three times a day, I will have those affirmations come up as a reminder because it's in the calendar, and I'll say them to myself. And sometimes, if it's getting too stressy, I will just sit there in silence and just say in my head those affirmations or something that's resonating with me on that day. And it really does help you to see mm-hmm. continue on your story, doesn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's what a coincidence that you mentioned that. Up until the year before, I used to have this. I, I set it in my calendar for like, I think, five years. Thanks to technology. <laughs> you know, if you can add something that pops up every single day for five years. And the one sentence I put in was a quote from Amy Gui. It say, every day, in every way, I am better and better. Right? And I have that popped up. Every single day for five years in a row. And you you know what? Whether we believe it or not, that reminder that pops up, even though we don't pay attention to it at the beginning or we don't believe it, but day after day, eventually it sinks in and we come to believe it. And so if we, in your case, if you choose to put a reminder that pops up to say, I am enough, soon enough you are enough yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And that is so true in
1: mean, that synchronicities again you see this
0: is why you and I have connected with how many synchronicities have we had through That's the so interview true. already <laughs> that is so true it is and there's so much I mean there's like you say that I've got I've got one affirmation that I say, and it's almost like if I wake up in the middle of the night, you know, when all those worrying thoughts go through your head, that's almost my grounding. It's from Gabrielle Gabby Bernstein, and it's from Mm. one of her miracle members, um, uh, her um, meditations, just a very short thing that said, um, an infinite stream of abundance flows to me. I am abundant. And I am free. And I've said that that often because I I had a whole, like you said, a whole year that that would be one of the first affirmations I would hear. I'd hear that meditation from Gabby Bernstein as soon as I Mm. woke up. And Mm. that almost that becomes almost my mantra that when I am getting stressed, deep breath. And I say that to myself, that infinite stream of abundance flows to me. I am abundant and I am free to begin with didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. I thought, what's this rubbish I'm saying? And then that's when you really start to believe Mm -hmm. and understand that it's simple. What, what you say to yourself, the universe your mind doesn't know whether Mm -hmm. you're making it up or not to them to Mm -hmm. that. It's real it's real Mm -hmm. so like when you put that intention of what it is like I've put the intention that I want to have 500 fantastic women in this project by the end of March I am certain it's going to happen I've I've spoken it I've put that intention out there and in speaking it I believe that is what's going to happen in fact I reckon it will probably be larger than that but I'm saying that regularly I go to sleep it's the last thing I'm saying because I know that the universe is going to bring that to me and Mm -hmm. We're say, I'm saying it here to the universe, to the whole globe, potentially could hear me say that. So you're all going to hold me accountable
1: now because I've said yes. <laughs> oh, I'm confident the project would be a, a huge success with the 500 women that you intend to have around you. And and um, the group has been so supportive and we can see it happening every day that more women have been added so it's it's like on, on average based on what I see it's like about a dozen of us get added it and what today is only the ninth. so yeah. at this rate we definitely will get there brilliant thank you and now you've said that I've got even more faith it's going to happen
0: you see we both said it now <laughs> and What I'm going to do now, I mean, Tina, is there anything else in your story? Because I know I keep jumping in. Is there anything else you want to share from your story? Any key points that you feel that um, women out there listening would
1: actually resonate with? In relation, like this is to tie the two things together is the team choose to challenge for the International Women Day that just happened yesterday, as well as the message to all women and girls out there is that I choose to challenge all of us to lift each other, to support each other instead of competing against each other. There's plenty for all of us. We all have our own uniqueness even when we do the exact something because we have our own story, we have our own way of doing and 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 people connect with people. Yeah. And even when the market is saturated, there's still something that sets each of us apart. And because we need each other, we should lift each other instead of acting like it's all about me, 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 give it to me, Uh, uh, you know, that kind of situation where us, it portrays a mindset of lack. Trust that we are abundant and that we are in this together and that It's more powerful when we lift each other, when we support each other, no matter what is our situation. Because even when we are in a precarious situation, we still have so much to offer. Oh, this
0: is absolutely wonderful. And I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. It's definitely like you say, it is. This whole thing of law of attraction, vibration, the market may well be saturated, but there is only ever one you. And people resonate with your personality. It's not everything else. It's your personality. It's you. Like you said, it's your story. What is your Mm -hmm. story that you're putting out? That's what brings Mm -hmm. people to you. And there's only Mm -hmm. ever one mm-hmm. in a BQ trend that, yeah. that everyone gyrates to and that is such a wonderful lesson to learn. It really, yeah. really. Mm-hmm.
1: really is. Yeah, like like so so this this my dream is to the the energy psychology techniques that I practice, although it's really well known in the English speaking world because that's where it started out from. I realized that I could be a good conduit to have a transition into the Vietnamese speaking world because as far as I know, and I am one of the few people who's fluent in Vietnamese and who's probably trained in English to do this. And the other thing isn't so, Although Canada is one of the best countries in the world, when we look closely, our communities of Aboriginal people in the North, due to the very harsh environment that they live in, still suffer a lot of lack. And they still need a lot of help. And so my dream is that I can take what I do and bring them in those communities and help. I will simply focus on the women and girls. I know I can help men too. And in fact, I have male male clients. But with the team of International Women Day, I choose to focus on helping the women and the girls. And my dream would be like someday I can do it. And 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 I so look forward to the day where technology allows me to bring those healing techniques to remote communities, whereas internet allows all of us to connect, just like it allows us to connect right here, right now between you and me, because you are in the UK, I'm in Canada, we are in different time zones, and yet here we are talking to each other, right? Mm-hmm. So so that. The other side of COVID-19 as well it helps us to get online and to connect no matter where we are and and no matter uh, what challenges we face we have a community and that's the wonderful world that we live in don't you think oh definitely definitely I mean it's
0: that dream will be a reality I know it will and if I can help you in any way to make that happen I will do because it's just absolutely wonderful and I'm sure you've inspired others and I, I I put this call out to people that are listening if you're in a position to help Tina to actually achieve that dream please reach out message message Tina message myself and say yes you want to help because let's make that a reality because that is everything that international women's day stands for it's bringing it's lifting people up it's challenging what's there and seeing where we can help and that that is just fantastic it's wonderful it, you've made my day you've made my week with that it's, it's no it's, thank well, you, you make it. my day <laughs> It is, it's just thank you so much. And I've just seen the time. So I am going to pull this interview to the close because we've been chatting away for quite a while, but I've loved it. I could talk to you all day. What well, I will ask you, Tina, because you've got so much to share. Can I invite you back to be a regular guest for Pearls of Wisdom? Because I'd love to have you on the show. It
1: would be my honour and my pleasure to come back as, as a guest. It would be an absolute pleasure to talk to you again oh thank you so much thank you we will get something in the
0: diary so you can share more about your wonderful skills and everything thank you thank you pearl thank you for listening to the pearls of wisdom podcast we hope you have enjoyed the content shared Please share with others who would like to enjoy these interviews and discussions. If you would like to support the podcast, please follow the link in the episode description. If you want to be a guest on the show, reach out and let's discuss next steps. Until the next time, enjoy your listening.